Let's go. Bingetown, how are we feeling tonight? It's your boy, Dave. And here with me today are Kyle and longtime friend of the pod, Alki. And we have a special treat for everyone tonight. For the first time in Bingetown history, we are going to be covering an anime, specifically Attack on Titan. Kyle's got the pose already, Shinzo Sasagero. So Let's go. Yeah. So to give a little background, uh, us three started watching Attack on Titan when it first came out in 2013. We've been on and off again uh, watching the show for the most part. Uh, it was kind of tough with in between seasons. You know, we'd pick it back up for a while, put it down, pick it back up. Alki and I actually had recently finished the manga. Say hi to the people, Alki, so they know your voice. How you doing, guys? <laughs> that is Alki. So we recently finished the manga. We're going to do uh, no coverage or no coverage. We're not going to do any coverage of Attack <laughs> on Titan. We're going to do a no spoilers coverage of the manga. So we're only going to be focusing on anime stuff. Me and Alki will hopefully be able to pro provide Kyle with some answers and knowledge that he has some questions on. Um, but Kyle, say hi to the people. Hello. Hello. Um... Yeah, I guess my background on Attack on Titan is I'm an anime only. I really caught back up, I guess, fully during, Jesus, I guess we're in calendar year three of, of COVID. So I don't even fucking remember. I guess it was 2020, the fall of 20. No, it must have been the fall of 2020 mm. at school. I think that sounds right. Yeah. And then, and then I just rewatched basically the entire show to catch up. And goddamn, man, season three, I just shout out Commander Irwin, the best character in the show. <laughs> Rip to the goat. That's all I got to say. Alki, any thoughts? Um, yeah, I watched. It was one of the first animes that I watched. We actually. were juniors in high school. So this was 2013. Back of our English classes. Dude, Greg, <laughs> legend, Greg Abood put me on to this stuff. We were in the back. And it's like blood and gore. I was like, what is this? But it was sick. I mean, the first episode got me roped in. Crushed the first season. And I actually had to watch weekly because it was coming out weekly. Mm -hmm. After it was done. I was like, I need to know what happens. And I was new to anime and manga. I started reading the manga and I didn't even understand what I was reading because I was reading it left to right, but it's right to left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, what? And then I was That's like, wait, oh, crew. it's right to left. It took me a, a few panels to figure that out. But after I did, I was reading it uh, monthly. It would come out monthly until it finished. Um, after the anime, after the manga finished uh, within the last month, I watched every single episode of the anime leading up to where we are now. So um, it's been cool watching it on screen after reading it for so many years. This was like me and one of me and Alki's first experiences together was being able to talk about this stuff in all of our, our classes. So it's just really good memories with it's it crazy. tied to it. And uh, just really quickly want to say that these won't be like our usual deep dive episodes. We're just going to be kind of covering just very general plot points, uh, kind of discussing certain characters and what they're up to. And as always, providing some wacky theories, hopefully from Kyle. Um, it has to be, right? Yeah, it has to be. So <laughs> let's just really quickly again, just go around and give our opinions on the series as a whole up until where we are in this anime. So if Kyle, if you would like to start for that. I really think that this is one of the better pieces of, of fiction from the perspective of storytelling. I feel like the way that you learn information in this series is off the top of my head, unlike anything I've ever experienced before. Like I read a lot of high fantasy stuff. And like I, I, the reason I like that is because it's very ground level and you start to learn things as characters learn things, but n just it's nothing I feel like like this, like the level of of the twists and the turns that this show, like, I just was blown away by 
all of the history. And then you realize, you know, we're on the island and then now it's actually like a bigger world and all these countries. And you start to realize what the Titans actually are. And, and even when I was watching this episode and Reiner and Aaron having like that little bit of like a, a face off before Aaron starts sprinting at him, like thinking about the first episode is just like insane to think about like what has happened in between that. So I have been loving it. And I guess I'm kind of glad I haven't been reading so that I can be a show only and we can do this. I was just going to say, I think it's so cool because um, when you read it, we it actually comes out month by month. The manga was coming out month by month and they were loaded chapters. Most manga chapters are like 25, 15 to 20 pages or something. This was like 40 to 60 pages. Each chapter It's a lot of content. You know what I'm saying? So you have to read and I would like reread. It's a lot of words, not like a lot of your classic shonens that are action based and a lot of fighting you know this is these are like jam-packed chapters i mean i'm pretty sure it's only like 75 what how many chapters no it's like 175 it's like right. 100 well still that's not that it's big not the, compared yeah. to like a thousand whatever one pieces right for example yeah so like what, now we're right on a thousand thirty seven for one yeah. piece <laughs> which is you know straw hat mugiwara what's up but um having the ability having the chance to watch it and i understand it more when I, as I'm watching it, than I did when I only read it. Yeah. You know? And plus, cool. what I was going to say too is also the jump from season three to four, like the, that jump in information from going just solely on the island. And then you get the perspective of the Marlins and everything. Like, I just, 2013 me would have never in a million years have guessed that this is where the manga slash anime was going to end up being. And, I mean this in the most genuine way. It's just like the best thing that could have happened. I think for it is just like this level of like intimacy with the characters and the world itself is just so crazy. So it's just amazing. I'm excited to get through the entire season. This is the ending is just going to be, I think wonderful. I think there's a lot of mixed feelings on it. So we'll get there when we get there. Um, but let's just start with the first scene of episode 76. And it's with my favorite character, Levi, not in the best of shape. So last we saw of him was in the end of season three. He was torturing Zeke, trying to essentially get information out of him. Zeke uh, decides to pull the Thunder Spear trigger. End of season four, part end of one. Season four, part one. Sorry, I keep yeah. getting it mixed up. But Sorry. yeah, pulls the Thunder Spear and there's an explosion. And now we are seeing what was the side effects of that explosion. And I, when I read this, was devastated. I just, it's so shocking to see him look like that on the we've screen. Never it seen almost him, like, we've never seen him beat up like that ever. Yeah. It just like almost doesn't feel real. And then is it Hanji? Is it Hanji? Hanji yeah. Yeah. She's just the goat for like playing it off. Like, oh, because, you know, he's dead. He's dead. And then she does the little roll into the river. I mean, I, I was, I was worried when this scene opened up. But honestly, I feel a little bit better now, but I still feel terrible because doesn't it open up with like his fingers. So like, how's he going to get it? He just has lost some fingers. Like, will he be a better? Will he be a worse fighter? I don't know. One thing we're going to have to look out for, but I was, <laughs> I just I like, he's going to be fine. I just hated seeing him like this. It was just so devastating because he had essentially never lost a fight that we had seen ever and maybe had never even taken damage and then here at this point in time he's just literally useless he's i would say he first face off with uh beast titan he kicked his fucking ass oh yeah didn't you know get, what i'm saying and even this time he kicked his yeah, ass like even this here. time he had he had him in a corner and the thing mm -hmm. is is like zeke's glitch he's a freaking titan i mean only Le levi and mikasa are like the two warriors that can actually take on 
intelligent Titans, right? Like none of them really besides those two, everyone else like would be shitting their pants, but not them. hundred percent. Um, so that's a huge loss for the scouts yeah, in general. Yeah. Well, for right now, what do you think? Do you think he's dead? What do you think? He can't be dead. If he goes out like that, like I, I would be very upset. I'm I'm okay with the kind. I wouldn't. I, I don't want anyone to die, but obviously that's not going to happen. <laughs> but I just feel like his death should be better than that. Hmm. I'll tell you what. While we read, while I was reading, I didn't think he died, but like I was wondering for months what the hell yeah. is going on with him because. Like I said, there's so much time goes by between like pieces of information, timelines match up in the manga. So it was a long time before like you really get any developments. I think the show will be it will be better that, you know, and maybe I don't know how long, but in some weeks we're going to get a development with definitely at least Hanji. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I think they said that it's confirmed 12 episodes. I think we have 11 left. Yeah, that's like not that's doesn't really, even feel like enough, dude. No, I feel like I thought it was going to be 20 at least 24 episodes, but Kyle yeah, told me it was 12. I hope they don't rush it, man, because it, it's I, so good. I think I heard, I mean, I this sounds way more rumorish than the 12 episodes, but I, th- I was hearing that it might be 12 and then a movie at the end. Mm, I'd be about the oh, end. Yeah, I, the end might be because I think movie. that would be a really good, just off of what I know, I think that would be a really that would actually be a smart decision and usually i'm not about that usually i'm not i don't like how shows or movies would do that but i I like the idea of that i'll tell you what i mean me and dave we know the ending like it could totally be a fucking movie be like a two-hour movie it could be like a movie well (laughs) you know you were saying how you read a lot of fantasy and like this is very developed story i feel before i didn't give by only being a manga reader i didn't feel like i gave it enough credit now that i watched all the anime too i'm like yo this story is so it's it doesn't watch like a typical anime it's like a show it's like a show i was when we were i was texting dave with it during my rewatch and i'm like dude this is like the one of the best stories i've ever been a part of dude i'm saying i I think this is a top five anime for me i would say like just like just thinking of it right now and i just think this could and i hope the expectations are high for you kyle because i think you'll be satisfied i think it's the top five manga when we talk about it like the anime and like manga stuff i feel like we always are fairly conscious about splitting them into like one piece is the best manga to me Mm -hmm. while anime is like a different story yes and this has to be i mean it's easily top three yeah yeah, I, I would say like, it's like top ten mangas, top five animes for me personally. Like, yeah, if I want to I mean, split like, up. But- Haiku's got to be up there. <laughs> Attack on Titans got to be up there. Dragon Ball's like a, such a nostalgia thing, but I don't know. I the more I watch, I feel like the more Dragon Ball slips out of the top. But I feel like Haiku yeah. and Attack on Titan, if you asked me, like they would have to be in that top three. That's literally what I told you like a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Alki's on the <laughs> Alki's on the same page as you. So really all that's left of that scene is Flock just being a fucking asshole. I literally, we all hate Flock here on this channel, which is rightfully so. He's low-key kind of competent, though. I was I was kind of shocked yeah. that he was like, he was he caught on immediately to what Hanji was doing. I mean, even so. st- like he did have a li- like in that argument with Armin that he had at what was at the end of season three, a little bit towards the end with uh, the at the memorial of Erwin. Yeah, memorial. it's like yeah. he was being a dick, but like at the same time, he was making sense. I hate to admit that because the guy came off as such a dick about it, but he has a completely sound argument to the whole. Yeah, thing. exactly. Then that comes into the competency thing. It's like the dude 
tries to be as logical as possible in his mind. That's basically what now, he's doing. I think he is beyond logical reasoning now. Okay. He's, he's, now on, he's, he's gone. He's like yeah. a zealot now. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, but yeah, at that moment, sure, I agree with you. I think, I think, um, you know, before we wrap up this scene, like think about how far San, uh, Hanji has come. You see her. Sanji. Yeah. <laughs> Sanji has come a long way. It's true. Yeah. Sanji has come but uh, no, Hanji, like when she became commander, she was like really stressed out. There were scenes of her like clearly like just, you know, bugging. Now she's making quick sound decisions. She has to juggle the Marlians, the Jaegerists, and she still needs to be a leader to those who still follow her. Right mm-hmm. now she's like, hopefully reunited with Levi and they can get something done. Yeah. Yeah. Lock, and also douche, I guess with, we haven't really talked about Zeke. I just have one question of, do we know we're supposed to know what the paths are at this point? Right. I just like, that was cloudy. I, I don't think specifically like we know of their okay. existence, but. I don't think oh, yeah. it's something that okay. we should specifically talk about. I don't think at this point it's it's hard. For, it's it blurs for me as somebody yeah. who knows what happened. But yeah, I don't think it's fully it's, expressed yet. Okay. All we know I, is I that think the, we might know of the like the concept that it's a thing, but not it, what they it is are. essentially associated with the founding Titan. Like every time it's been okay. mentioned, the founding Titan yeah. has something to do with it. So we'll get into the, it'll come obviously later in the series. But yeah, we don't know what they actually are right now. Yeah. Um, also, like how he's just hanging down like a savage. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Actually, I think that, like that scene with with um who, the like girl. how Zeke was. Yeah, I think that's like the first real introduction of the past. Now that I think about it, like the first mm-hmm. explicit mentioning, because you know, yeah. like you already know about the memories and stuff, mm-hmm. and like clearly you can draw the conclusion that those two things are related. Mm-hmm. yeah you know so yeah i'm excited that, to learn more about that but hanji's great i love hanji as an overall character just want to put that on pod because <laughs> i think she's an excellent character and especially right now because she's always been so upbeat but as we've seen in the past couple episodes like alki has said she's really questioning erwin's decision of putting her in charge and being the commander of the scouts so it's yeah get it's interesting getting this kind of new side of hanj but this i mean the past couple seasons everyone has changed so it's only a matter of time before hanji herself gets you know changed too because of the situations so that's the opening and then basically the meat and potatoes of the episode is Aaron versus everyone which we can we don't really have to go scene by scene on but just what like incredible animation i think it's uh what's the studio madi not mappa mappa yeah 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 they I think they were putting the perfect. game on their back right now. Yeah, they they fucking kill it with the animations. Every season, it just gets better and better. They're doing Demon Slayer too, right? I believe they do Demon Slayer. They definitely did Jujutsu Kaisen. Actually, no, I don't know if they did, did they Demon do, Slayer. Did they do God of High School? Oh, no. I, I, are you Ooh, sure? Yes. Because, yes. because people usually, I think, there's like memes now because Mappa like ruined God of High School. So people were like really pissed at him and just like now like they're kind of like the shit show like anime. Well, that that was I feel like that wasn't their fault. Look, let's be real. God of High School took a shit like through two hundred oh, no. chapters ago. Yeah, anyway. yeah that's true. <laughs> Demon Slayer is um and I'm probably gonna fucking mispronounce it, but it's what it's either ufotable or ufo table i don't know how to pronounce it oh i think you're right about that if you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about yeah (laughs) yes yeah i don't know fact check that because they they do like the 
the CGI, like the 3D and the 2D mm-hmm. stuff, that's more them. Mo Mappa doesn't really do that. That, that I know. No, there. I, I don't know. I, it does look some of the scenery like kind of looks CGI. Like the when the when they attack Titan and Colossal, like have been moving around in these more recent seasons. The animation is clearly a lot different than like seasons one and two. It's been great. Yeah. I, I like to watch it. And they if they do do the CGI, they do a good. They they have been doing a good job of of making it seem the the seamless transition between classic just. I don't know, cartoony. Like 2D, yeah, yeah. 2D. Yeah, yeah. It looks more like it looks a lot more harsh. The world feels a lot more like I don't want to say dirty, but like it it conveys like the emotion of the story, I think, a lot better. I mean, everyone's eyes have shade over them. Like that's yeah. just not something that's normal in anime. True, I've been noticing that, like the lines that yeah, they have. It's here. just a just it just helps emphasize the darkness of what everyone's going through. Yeah, um definitely. but we see Aaron kind of take on the jaw and armor titans here. Uh Reiner obviously being the armor titan but i completely forgot what the jaw titan's name was i was gonna Galliard. ask that question Galliard. oh i'm, I'm that, that this title rather was the oh jaw titan. yeah it's the yeah, jaw titan, which, was, <laughs> which was ymir's uh titan and then oh, because she oh, true 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 because she ate their friend and then she got eaten so he oh, yeah, that's he, a huge they even mentioned i think it was maybe in this episode or one of the previous ones where she, they were just kind of talk. Galliard was talking and he was like, yeah, I was able to use the full extent of the Titan. Unlike mm-hmm. the person who was before me, that was season four. That was when we first meet the, like the honorary. Oh, that was my, when we saw peak probably in her human form for the first time. Yeah. Like, and it yeah, was all then yeah. he was like, cause Galliard was ripping Reiner, a new one for mm-hmm. basically being an enemy in there. Yeah. Of. Like behind enemy lines, whatever, like kind of half failed the mission, whatever. But, dude, speaking of uh, of peak or whatever, yeah, dude, her Titan form is just horrendous. I hate it. I know <laughs> it's I so uncomfortable. It looks so like, weird. Her face, dude, Gabby, is so just long. like yeah, Gabby just like gets up in her tongue and her mouth. And it's like all right, we're out. I just hate that. Yeah, I'm not Probably a fan. Smells. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely smells. smells <laughs> you know what's cool? She spends like they told us in the season four part one. That she spends like days and shit in their t- in her Titan form. I don't think any of the other Titans can do that. They have no. not at least expressed so far that that is possible. And that's why she makes that comment when like when she's walking all fours. Yeah, when the the weaves in the world just love that scene for whatever reason when she's walking all form. <laughs> but she, she makes the comment too. She's just like, <laughs> this is just a natural. This feels natural to me, which is crazy because yeah, she does spend so much time in that form. I uh, do like though the way that they use her. Mm-hmm. They utilize her as like a weapon. They I have think. like different attachments for her. Like there's the offense one. There's the supply one. She's like, a, yeah, she's like a tank, like an artillery. Yeah, she's support. For she's sure. support. But yeah, she's pretty smart. She's obviously like very smart. She makes good. De- she has good decision making. Yeah, we saw that, too, with um, how she felt around. What's her name? Uh, Yelena. Um, when she like hugs her crew and she's just like hey, like she it looks like it's just a an introduction but it's really her being smart and whispering something to them also you see how she's pretty smart when she kind of fools aaron into yes having that standoff like nobody else has even mikasa and aaron couldn't talk sense to aaron but piek peak she mm-hmm. led him to the roof and then initiated the battle pretty much we also get cool. uh glimpse of Aaron using the Warhammer Titan which to me puts his I feel like the Warhammer armor obviously it's okay excluding the Colossal like you have the Warhammer and armor who like have very unique abilities that I feel like just you would want to have as someone who is in Aaron's position and 
the like he was already so strong and he had the hardening and now he just has hardening times a million which like, yeah you saw it in perspective like he crushes reiner and the jaw with that ability so yeah i i was shocked when that happened i completely forgot that he could do that mm-hmm. that might be actually be one of the first times like i think you just actually just said this a minute ago that he uses it almost for the first time but because i like it too it's perfect timing where reiner's like ah oh, like you're not that big of a deal by yourself Aaron. and then he just like impales both of them at once and it's like oh shit <laughs> it's cool to think about how far Aaron has come before yes. he couldn't he would actually lose his consciousness in the titan form he attacked mikasa after Whatever. one transformation, After, and now now he's able to do all this shit. His uh his hardening on his arms is way more advanced and cooler. Like he has like the sh- the like uh, it goes forearm all the way down, blocker. Yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, I'm yeah. moving the mic. He has like the forearm mm. hardening. Yeah, it's just he's obviously grown so much. The fact it's that great he can, to see, honestly, I love that he can like just. I love that everyone can recognize that him being able to switch in and out of the Titan form is just like so impressive. Like. Even in the war in the season four, part one, like first few episodes when he just changes four times like so four easily and, and Galliard's just like, oh, you still have fighting you. And it's like he wasn't even trying like he could just do this so easily compared to everyone else. I just loved to the concept of like how conscious he is in the form. I just they're all like that, which I think is such a great revelation versus the beginning of the series when it seems like the Titans are just monsters. It's just like it's I was just laughing when Yelena's like trying to reason with him and he's like, fuck off. Like he just like walks off of the, the big balcony. He's like, I'm about to go fuck these people up. Plus there's only two, two Titans that can talk. Do you know? Oh, true. You should know what They're, the beast. Titan. Yeah. And, and obviously the cart. Yeah. Pete. Oh, true. I forgot that she talks. I those forgot. are the only, those are the only two that can, I think, actually I think, communicate i think i just blacked her speaking out of my mind <laughs> yeah because it sounds so weird even and in the ma- even in the manga like it's written in squiggly weird letters like almost as if she was possessed or something mm, that's really cool i like that yeah yeah um anything else you guys want to talk about here with aaron and his fight scenes here i'm just really I think the thing I'm looking forward to the most beyond just getting like the answers of the end of the series <laughs> is just, I can't wait to see like this continued development of Aaron and Reiner's relationship mm-hmm. and that it, how it's realized through like this violence. They fought so many times it feels like, and it just is going to keep happening. I just can't wait to see like, they're not going to convince the other person of anything, mm-hmm. it feels like, but it feels like Reiner is way closer to, like, the edge. And, like, his rope, for lack of a, a, a better analogy, is, like, way thinner. You know, it feels like he's almost hanging on by a thread, while Aaron is way stronger in his convictions. So I'm just really interested to see how their their physical conflict leads to and develops their emotional conflict. I, um, I'm, I'm actually glad you brought that up, because when I was reading... I remember thinking that Aaron right now is clearly very driven. He has a goal before the time skip that was Reiner, Annie and bear told right now. Reiner is having a lot of these intrusive thoughts. So I think it's interesting that their roles have kind of switched. Yeah, actually, I thought I actually had the impression for a lot of the manga that they kind of switched the point of view from Aaron to like Reiner for a good part of it because they're like direct 
and, and whatever what yeah called, they're yeah. like um <laughs> they're, they're i was gonna say antithesis opposite. they're like yeah. they're like the yeah they're like antith- they're like an antithesis to each other yeah. pretty much and it's just cool and i guess the the two final things i wanted to say is that they they bring up again it's fucking the card titan brings up that falco has the spinal fluid so mm. very curious to see what that ends up becoming because Pixis, all them, all the commanders of the military police have it. Like, yeah. And then the second thing is the captain, the guy who keeps telling them to call him captain and not commander. Mm. Uh, he says that like we're going to end two thousand years of Titan rule. I just think it's interesting that they worded it that way because it sounds just very similar to what Aaron wants to do mm-hmm. and Zeke, where like they want to end the rule of Titans as well. But you talk about just, Commander Magath. Yeah, Commander yes. Magath. Yeah. yeah, he's actually a general now. I think that's what he said, right? Whatever. Something. Yeah, he didn't want to be referred to as commander okay. anymore, basically, or yeah. something. Yeah, like I just that. think it's interesting they use the same words, but they're coming at it from a completely different perspective, and it, they mean different things. I think that's just so. that's just I love that side of Attack on Titan because it's just a, a lot of these characters, whether you're Marlin, you're on Paradise Island, you're in the internment camp, like they really do share the same like objectives almost in a sense but like they the way they execute them and how they perceive others is just totally influencing their way of doing things and it's just interesting to see that we're perp like the show is purposely just like drawing you now to the marley inside to kind of give you a little bit of attachment to these characters and like aaron's now viewed as the bad guy so it's just crazy same goals different means yeah exactly yeah. exactly um so let's get into the final ending scene with well, one of the final ending Pretty scenes much, yeah. with Anya Capone. I don't even know how to say his name. Anya Dude, Capone. Anya like Capone. That. I love yeah. it. I love his name. It is has to be, I think, the most unique name I've encountered in anime and manga. I just love it. Hundred percent. But he uh, frees uh, Connie, Jean, Armin, Mikasa uh, because of the guilt that he's feeling and. He realizes that the like Aaron's kind of in a pinch right now, so he's thinking that they're the only ones that can really save him. They know him to a T, and you know they'll be able to help out. But Anya Capone for a win right here, I would say. Yeah, I really like this scene. I think mm-hmm. it's interesting that it's just like another layer to the story of like he is kind of like he was what the volunteer, so he's kind of rolling with Yelena, and I guess you're supposed to think Aaron, but then in reality, like. Like he didn't even have as much information as what Nicolo had. So like mm-hmm. they didn't, he didn't even know about the thing about the, the wine, but like he wants the Island to like be free and like be able to have all the people mix and have a good life. And it's just like, he is in his own kind of box. And then Armin and them are kind of in a the similar box, but slightly different. Exactly. But, yep. Who's in a different box from Aaron and Zeke. Who's in a different box from Yelena. Who's in, yeah. it's just like, I, I just really like this scene. And Armin just is the goat. I, but I also like how in the beginning, like he has such good emotional intelligence to where he's like immediately remembers that Onyan Capone has talked about things like this before. So right. he's not lying. Like he's his perspective. He feels right this now, way. He's not fooling them. Yeah. Cause Connie's pissed. Connie, right. the man. I like yeah, Connie's boss. Yeah. I, but then and, when it comes to Mikasa and like, talking about Aaron he gets a little bit emotional and kind of not rambling but like he refuses to believe it like he tells Mikasa that Aaron was lying so I just think it's interesting again we have conflict inside of Armin as well uh one thing I think is great is like 
you you pretty much sum this up, but I think it's cool to see that there are Marleyans who don't believe that all Eldians are devils. Yeah. You know, clearly this like racial conflict is a huge undertone of the show. You really see that in season four, right? So it's just mm-hmm. it's refreshing to know that there are sound like people who are don't who don't believe these uh propaganda push the den- agendas, you know. What do you think? Do you think that Armin was just saying that out of emotion about Aaron? Or do you think that his words are worth noting? Like maybe that Aaron has a plan for the way he's been treating them and all this stuff. That's a hard question to answer because I want to believe him so much mm-hmm. that Aaron isn't just trying to, I guess this, this, and I, I almost apologize of answering your question with a question, but when they, the subtitles always say euthanasia plan. so. In my head, that sounds like they want to kill everyone, but then they talk about it like he wants to sterilize everyone. Yeah, it's, steril- it's, sterilized. it's more sterilization. Yeah, yeah it's okay. just more That's like you're not going to be able to have kids. Like you're, yeah. you guys are going to be the last generation. So it seemed Armin like Armin a- actually which- kind of liked the idea when he first heard it, which is kind of, I didn't expect that. Out but of it, him. yeah. It's just interesting that Armin had, does have a point when he says, like, I, I, completely understand why he would believe that Aaron isn't actually rolling with Yelena and I guess to an extent Zeke. Cause I guess there was really no benefit of him saying no, even if he was against them at the beginning, he might as well take in the help to like get to this point. But I think, I think Armin truly believes that. I don't think Armin, even at this point after Aaron kicks his ass towards the end of season four, part one believes that Ar- Aaron rather is like truly gone because he, I mean, he's a little bit upset that Gene was even thinking that. Mm, like that he gets very emotional at that point. So, and that's and it goes into what Connie was saying earlier too, which I loved because he's just like, I'm sick of fucking being betrayed. Like first it was Connie, then it was Bertholdt and Reiner, and now it's Aaron. Like I don't, I'm running out of room to care about anybody besides these people right here. You know, so it's just really emotional, and it's like. Aaron is definitely going off the deep end a little bit. Do Armin's words really hold up? Like they've been through so much together. It's just like, but Aaron is also going through some drastic changes. Like he only has like yeah. five years. Is it five years even at this point in time to live? Like, uh, I, yeah, I think it's, I, I think, think they said like five, five or years. Three, yeah, so like, like he's got to do all this. And like, does that mean he's just going to like cut his friends off in order to make sure like, is he going to cut them off to make them more free, you know, kind of thing? Like, yeah. I, I I just enjoy that Armin's a rider for Aaron, no matter what. Even after all of this stuff happens, loyal dude, man. Loyal yeah, dude. I just yeah. fuck with that. I um, I'll tell you what. When I read it, I didn't think that he would put the author would put those words on page for nothing. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Because like, yeah, clearly, like, I don't know. Like, you're just we're just getting into this whole yeah. Zeke Aaron thing. We really don't even know what the hell's going on all the way through. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, there's this euthanasia plan. Zeke is has some crazy goals. They, you know, we know that he's the royal blood. That's a huge thing that's going to come into play. I, I theorize, and it's uh, it's just really cool what's going to happen. You know, and they're like brothers and all this crazy shit. Yeah. All righty. So while we're talking about it, let's just do our episode ratings and um, we can just start with Kyle. He's feeling right, frisky. First. Yeah, yeah. My virgin opinion. <laughs> um, I'm going to try when we do the Attack on Titan stuff. We're really bad at giving episode yes. ratings, but we do it all the time. So I'm going to try and be like 
using all 10 numbers <laughs> on, a, on the scale. And I'm going to say this is like a nice seven out of 10. I think that it was a very solid opening episode. Nothing too crazy happens. We're just kind of getting our feet back into the story again after the break. So I think it was a very solid seven out of 10. Me and Alki were talking about it earlier and Alki, go ahead. Yeah, I was saying like seven, seven and a half. I would just say seven and a half because it, it drops. It comes out with a bang. You know, you see a yep. dope fight. You see the Warhammer being used mm-hmm. and you get some developments Um, the, you know, that it closed. Well, it was it was a solid episode. You know, yep. I think it set the tone. Yeah, it, it flowed like Alki said, just flooded for me between a seven, seven and a half. Uh, nothing crazy. We're going to have a lot more crazier episodes going forward. So this can definitely it gets its number definitely from the animated fights that were provided in this episode for sure. Like not really much plot goes on besides the fact that Zeke is freed and now him and Aaron are attempting to reunite essentially. Yeah. And then for the preview, it looks like next episode is going to get crazier. And it just feels like hearing people who have read the manga at every episode at this point, it's going to get crazier and crazier and crazier and crazier. So we're leaving ourselves room to grow on the episode ratings, which we never do. (laughs) Any final thoughts before I wrap us up here? Um, final thought will be that I decided before I watched this episode that I am a Jaegerist. <laughs> nah, fuck that. <laughs> That's crazy. I decided. I'm in. Yeah, man, I side with uh, like Hanji and stuff. Frankly, scouts. Yeah. I'd probably just categorize them as the scouts, but we'll we'll see how it changes. But I'm a Jaegerist right now. All righty. Fair enough. I'd rather root for him than uh, <laughs> yeah. like the Marleyans. Yeah, I'm fuck. In. I think I'm just anything anti Marley. Fuck Marley. I'm in, baby. Violent Revolution. Let's get it. All right. That is going to do us for episode 76 of Attack on Titan. I'm sorry I didn't get the the title name here, but it was episode 76. Uh, Stay tuned weekly. We're going to be doing these quick 30, 40-minute discussions weekly with me, Alki, and Kyle. So be on the lookout for those. Keep an eye out for our continued coverage of nothing. Are we even doing anything right now? Ah, We're kind of in a flex place. Yeah, we're in a flex place. So go check out our podcast. Now I'm blanking on what we recently did. <laughs> You're about to lose the Wheel Zoom of recording. Time, so, uh, the Witcher. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Alki's a, a mega fan. <laughs> hey, for those who might recognize my voice, I was on um, Alice, in uh, Alice in Borderlands. So, you know, I'm just your friendly neighborhood weeaboo. <laughs> hey, let's there get it. Go. All right. Yeah, thanks yeah, for so, listening. So let's go. Ta-da-kai!